0: Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. It's your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and I'm on a little bit of a walk today. I don't know why I said a little bit of a walk. It's just, it's a walk. <laughs> it either is or it isn't, right? <laughs> anyway, if you're new here and you're wondering what this podcast is, well, um, I started a workout group back in 2017 and it was all to like be able to continue training my like in-person personal training clients but I just didn't want to do it the old school way of like online training where I was like just emailing back and forth like I don't know I just I wanted something more so that's where I came up with hip bodies um and what I do is I work out live with my clients and part of that is like we're workout buddies you know it's like it's like you have a personal trainer for your workout buddy and Yes, there's like motivation and workout tips, but it's also just like girl talk and life updates and it goes back and forth because it's live, right? So like my clients comment back and it's really fun but i am teaching a workout (laughs) and they're only like 30 to 45 minutes long so it's hard for me to get everything out so the podcast just allows me to dive a little bit deeper into things both workout related and just girl talk related okay so let's get into it because oh my gosh it's been a week around here so first off i want to tell you what's going on inside hip bodies because it kind of has to do with the other stuff so We're doing this challenge called Escaping Excuses, and so I started thinking about, like, how during summer here, I just, like, need to escape. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I just feel, like, trapped by the hot, steamy, muggy weather, which, by the way, it is not that right now. It is, like, crispy, cool, perfect, like, the coast of North Carolina in the fall and spring— could not be more perfect. It is gorgeous. Okay. But anyway, in the the summer, all I think about is just like escaping and summer does include September, by the way. So I was thinking about this recently. And, um, so I started thinking about like escaping and I kind of, from a fitness journey perspective, I just feel like we, we get trapped by our excuses, you know? And yeah, so I started thinking about like me wanting to escape here and wanting to go to the mountains. And I wanted people to escape their excuses. And so it gives me a chance to really dive deep into each excuse that I commonly hear. And it's going to both inspire the workout and it's going to be something I discuss throughout the workout. So the workouts this week are all free. So you can check them out. They're on YouTube. I'll actually, I'm gonna put a link in the show notes. To the workout today okay i already did it it was really good and the excuse we addressed was lack of motivation it was so good okay so that was that now i was mentioning that i wanted to escape here (laughs) and so i went to the mountains this weekend i have not done this since i moved here when cameron and i moved from seattle to well we lived in montana but we were like visiting seattle before it's a long story but we drove from seattle to here so we drove through Western North Carolina, the mountains, but it was like we flew through because by the end of a five day trip, you're just like, I want to be done. I want to be done. It is, we romanticize it. We totally romanticize it. Don't we? Oh, we're going to drive cross country. We're going to stop at all the sites. No, no. You want to get it over with. (laughs) You do not want it to take longer than it has to especially when you kind of like have to eventually get somewhere. It's like, you just want to like get there and settle down and like get into some type of routine. I, I don't know very many people who actually are successful at enjoying a cross country trip and really making something magical out of it unless, and and we had a, we had a camper. So like it really could have been magical and we didn't have kids yet, but yeah, it it was not magical, (laughs) especially at the end because our truck from carrying the camper our truck the ac went out and it's the end of august and we're like driving through kentucky with three dogs panting in our face and it's raining outside but it's like 90 degrees so we're just like sweating with like dog breath in our face oh my gosh it was so (laughs) awful it was so awful so anyway as you can imagine we blew through the mountains we tried to sleep in Asheville in a walmart parking lot got kicked out and we just were like screw it and we drove until like four in the morning when I say we Cameron (laughs) drove um like through the night into Wilmington and this is our first time going back so we went to it's funny because I didn't realize Boone and Blowing Rock are basically the same thing like they're not but they are so Boone is where App State is Appalachian State University and it's very much a college town so cute Like if anybody's ever been to Washington State University, how in Pullman, Washington, it like the the town is the college. The college is the town. Like it's very intermixed, you know, and that's how this town felt. It was very cute, though. Very much college town vibes. Lots of cute little restaurants and stuff. And Blowing Rock is just south of that. But it's like 10 minutes apart. Like going from one town see, like where I live in Wilmington, I live like deep in Wilmington. And to get out of Wilmington is gonna take me at least half hour, forty-five minutes. It's crazy. Like I can get to Leland in like half hour. If I wanna go outside of the city like outside the city the other way, it's gonna take me forty-five minutes. Isn't that crazy? But Wilmington's just like big, like mileage wise. It's not even like and I'm not even counting traffic. (laughs) Like if you count traffic, it's taking forever. But yeah, over there, it reminds me, for my Washington girls, it's like driving from Kent to Covington. It's like right there. They're like basically the same, you know? So yeah, anyway, it was a, it was really nice. So, okay, we stayed in Seven Devils, which, okay, <laughs> driving in, I was like, oh, oh, because everybody was like, oh, the roads, they get so bad in the winter. That's what my friend Jessica on the workout said. She's actually from Western North Carolina. And I'm like... <laughs> Girl, I lived in Montana, right? Like I'm a, I know, no, even Seattle in the snow is nothing like this. These roads are like, are like you're making beyond a 180 degree turn and going uphill or downhill. It's crazy. You just like wind all the way up a mountain until you get to the top. It was, it was like so sketchy. So we went to an Airbnb in Seven Devils. And it was like up a mountain. And we had a view of Grandfather Mountain, which I guess is big. (laughs) It's not big to me because I've, I know I sound so like pretentious, but like it's just not that big relative to any of the mountains on the West Coast, you know? But it is like still so beautiful. And it just has its own east coast type of beauty like the leaves and I I just I have to appreciate it for what it is like I think I miss like glaciers you know like that's what I I don't know there's there's something where I'm like "Mm, something's missing here and I don't know what it is but that's okay it's just it's not the west coast it's a different place and I have to appreciate it for what it is and it's absolutely beautiful and I loved it so our Airbnb was awesome like I have no complaints about it it was so pretty it was like quiet it was a condo but like, oh, you know what I did that's so embarrassing? I walked in the wrong one. <laughs> I ran out to the car to get something, and I was by myself. We had just gotten there. So it's like six thirty, seven 7 o'clock at night, and I walk in, and I'm like, huh, that's weird. I don't remember a picture of like a little Asian girl nearby. <laughs> and then I like look around, and I'm like, this, this, it smells like food in here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, I smell like, I don't remember that smell when I walked into our Airbnb. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I didn't go upstairs. And I like, I, and I, but like clear people were clearly home, but like no one had seen me and I was like, do I make my presence known and then exit or do I just exit? And then they potentially chase me. I, so I just left, I just left. It never came up, but I definitely entered the wrong home. It didn't happen again. I never saw them, but yeah, that was horrifying. Um... Okay, so Seven Devils. Again, that's right outside of Boone and Blowing Rock. I thought it was going to be like a little bit of a drive, but it wasn't bad. It was like 15 minutes into Boone. Totally doable. You know, here in Wilmington, again, like we have friends that live outside of town. And it's like we have our friends that live in Burga, which I would feel like is like the equivalent of like Seven Devils is like a small town outside of Wilmington or outside of like Boone and stuff where Burga is a small town. But like Burga it takes me an hour to get there. It takes me 50 minutes to get out to my, our friend's house in Berga. but like to get to that Seven Devils place from to like uh, Starbucks and Walmart and like everything you would need in town was 15 minutes. It's totally doable, totally doable. And it's just so pretty. Oh my gosh. To me, it's worth it. Like, if I were to move out there, I was asking Cameron, I'm like, would you want to drive up a crazy mountain <laughs> every day and live like outside of town like that? Or would you rather live within the conveniences of town? And I struggle with this question because there's totally pros and cons to both. Like some people really just glamorize like being secluded and stuff. I'm like, I am lonely. <laughs> I want friends. I want parks. I want, I want Walmart. I want <laughs> I want that kind of stuff. You know, I used to be like, I want to live in the middle of nowhere in a homestead. And then I'm like, now that my child is like, I want friends and stuff. It's like, I don't want to be secluded. Because secluding, like it's one thing if it's just Cameron and I, I don't mind being secluded and like driving an hour to like see friends or do stuff, right? But with my kid, it's just a lot more frequent that I would have to do that. And it's just like a whole thing. So I don't know. In this season of my life, I kind of like being in the mix. But to me, it would be worth it to have those views. Like, oh, a good view. I... I need that in whatever home we have next. I need a beautiful view. Okay. So let's get into the next morning. So we went to, Oh, that night for dinner. I'm going to tell you the food stuff because it's, I didn't eat healthy, but like it was still really good. Like everything was really good. So I went to a waffle house because again, we got in at like six, six 30 Friday night, college town. <laughs> I'm like, everywhere's going to be packed. And it was. So we just went to Waffle House and Waffle House is one of those places. If you've never been to Waffle House, it's a lot like a Denny's, but like a way smaller menu. And I don't know, it just like only gets busy at like midnight two in the morning or like late at night, like after a football game, people go there. I don't know. It's just, it's a thing in the South. And it's really weird that it has enough of a good reputation <laughs> to like keep going, but like also people kind of make fun of it. I don't know. It's just like hard to explain, but I think it's good. Like I think their waffles are good and it's quick. There's never a wait at like normal eating times. And like Kevin was so happy. He's like, I get a waffle. I get some bacon. I get some OJ. Like I'm a happy boy. Casey had some eggs and sausage. So I had a patty melt with so it was basically like a a bacon cheeseburger and i added an egg to it and it was on toast instead of like a bun and it was good and then i had hash browns with jalapenos and cheese so overall we hadn't eaten all day i just needed some like i needed some protein (laughs) that's why i wanted like the burger with the egg and the bacon and i wanted something just like filling you know and it totally hit the spot Totally hit the spot. So when we get back to the Airbnb, I log on a DoorDash because I'm like, mm, I need something sweet. <laughs> and that is when I got the reality check of small town living. Cause I was like, ooh, Appalachian Cookie Company. Okay. And I like and then I was like, you know what? I could just get something from the grocery store delivery because I just wanted some cookies and milk. Okay. I was having a craving. Again, I hadn't eaten like all day. And all I had was dinner. I just needed it. So I go fill up my grocery cart, ask Cameron if he needs some stuff. I put a couple gallons of water because the tap water tasted gross. And I go to checkout and I'm like, oh, I need to put the address in. They're like, ooh, you're outside of delivery. I'm like, what? What? What?" (laughs) I never am like comfortable paying DoorDash, Uber Eats delivery fees. But in this moment I was because I didn't want to drive up and down that windy-ass hill but apparently neither do DoorDash drivers. <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, oh, damn it." So I tried like a few others. Like once I input in my address and it was like they would all do it, but not until tomorrow. I don't know. It was just like I was like, "Okay, this is the reality of like legitimately living in a small town." That that's okay. 90% of the time, I'm prepared. But I was traveling, so that's just something to keep in mind, okay? All right. So the next morning we had breakfast at the house. I picked up a Starbucks on my way in because duh, I wanted a white chocolate mocha. If you know me, you know, when I'm in like treat yourself mode, it's going to be a white chocolate mocha every time. So we go into Doc's Rocks, which is in Blowing Rock. And I, my friend told me to go there first. And I was like, Kind of like that seems weird. Like it seems like this is a place we could go any day. Whereas the Tweetsie Railroad place we were going, like why why wouldn't we go there first? It's like an amusement park, right? But she was right. And I'll kind of explain that as we go on. So Doc's Rocks, it's so cute. You buy like a bucket of dirt. (laughs) That sounds so weird. We buy a a bucket of dirt and they've planted some cool stuff in there. And so your child scoops the dirt out onto this little like thingy. And then dips it in water. It washes away the dirt, and all that's left is gems, like stones and gems and stuff. And it's so fun. It was so satisfying. Like, Kevin loved it. He got some emeralds, and that's the only one I remember actually. There was a lot of other stuff. (laughs) I just don't remember any of the other names. And there was dinosaur putt putt that was like kind of glow in the dark putt putt. And let's see what else. What else? Oh, they had. We didn't do it. I'm one of those moms. Actually, Cameron was more against it than me. I totally would have done the Nerf battle, um, but yeah, they had a Nerf battle zone. But we haven't introduced GUNS as toys. Um, I'm pretty uncomfortable with it, if I'm being honest. Uh, I know that Nerfs are like really. I don't know. Like it's not that serious. I get it, but uh, I just I want to wait as long as I can to go down that 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 whatever. But I will say Kevin flips out. Every time we go to Walmart, we always go down the toy aisle because duh. And he always acts as if he's seeing like the holy effing grail when he sees the nerf, (laughs) the nerf section. It's like, mom, it's G-U-N-S. And like, he's seeing the YouTube ads and stuff like that. So he just gets, yeah. And I'm just like, "Mm mm-hmm. There they are. <laughs> like Just me h- hating them. I, I don't know. But still like a nerf battle at that thing. I probably would have done it. Cameron was like, no, we're good. Uh, anyway, then they also had, we didn't do it because Kevin wasn't old enough. But like Cameron and I totally would have. It was virtual reality laser tag. That's confusing, <laughs> right? Like, huh? But I don't know. You wear like virtual reality like goggles. And I I don't know. I don't know how it works because I didn't do it. But they had that there and it would have been really fun. So we were in and out of there in probably like an hour and 90 minutes. And then we saw a park nearby. It wasn't like a park with a playground, it was just like a pretty park. So we walked around there, kind of played in the leaves, and you know what we saw? The helicopter leaves. For those of you, I don't know, you either know or you don't, right? Like that's all I can say. You either know or you don't. But there it's a it's a leaf that you spin. And it like flies like a helicopter. (laughs) And I grew up with those leaves and Cameron and I instantly had like nostalgia when we saw them and we picked up a few of them and saved them to take them back to my parents because obviously being from the Pacific Northwest, they're familiar with those leaves too. So Kevin could care less, (laughs) but we were excited to see the helicopter leaves. It's just one, you know, it's the little things, it's the little things. So after we went to the park, we went over to this restaurant called Pedal and Pig and it's barbecue. And I got to tell you something about Eastern North Carolina barbecue. So we're on the East side, right? Like where we live. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's like vinegar. They just like put straight vinegar and they call it barbecue sauce. I'm like, "Mm, no, (laughs) no. Where's my brown sugar molasses ketchup mixture? That is barbecue sauce. You know what I mean? It's not good. (laughs) I don't like it at all. Um, Hush puppies are like, I don't know, whatever. Like, I don't get excited about them. Uh, Yeah, I just, I haven't been impressed with the barbecue in eastern North Carolina. So I was pleased to find that western North Carolina barbecue, it's got my sugar sauce. (laughs) So we had smoked brisket tacos, which were to die for. Um, The mac and cheese was... I'm not like, it wasn't gross. It just wasn't great. You know, Kevin had some mac and cheese. I had a side of it. I didn't finish it. It wasn't, you know, whatever. So we shared the smoked brisket tacos. And then we also got the pulled pork loaded fries. Holy cannoli. Best freaking loaded fries I've ever had in my life. It had queso on it. It had uh, pulled pork, the Western barbecue sauce. They had a lot of different barbecue sauces there. And if I ever go back, I'm going to try them all. Because the, like, Chipotle one really caught my eye. And there was a couple others that caught my eye. Obviously, I won't try the Eastern one because Eastern barbecue sauce, I have learned, is not good. <laughs> I don't know. Does anyone out there like it? I'm like, who likes this? Obviously, people like it because there's barbecue places all over here. But I'm like, I just want, like, some sweet baby rays, man. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't like this. Anyway, that was amazing. And so I got, I got cocky. I, I really had developed a lot of trust in this place because everything was so good so far. So this, this starts with a story. There's this one time I went to a farmer's market in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. And attached to the farmer's market is this family style restaurant. Like it's, it's just like home cooking, like fried chicken, biscuits, like that kind of meal. Right. Like, I don't like my first, the first same menu as KFC, but like way elevated. So much better. Okay. Like, you get like a whole fried chicken for your meal. It's really crazy. Anyway, it's so good. But the best part, they made me a believer in banana pudding. I honestly, like, I've, banana pudding just never sounded good. I, one thing I hate is fake banana flavor. Like a jello pudding packet that's banana flavored. Ugh. Candy that's banana flavored, Ugh. like uh, there are very few things that I will not eat. But like that is like a hard no. Okay, so this place I went to in Raleigh, I had banana pudding, and it it was so good. It held its shape like a lasagna. You know what I mean? You know how like sometimes you get like a lasagna and it just like falls apart. But like if you let it set up, you know you have the patience, you do it right, it holds up. Okay. So that's like number one. I, I just, I don't even know all the things they did right, but I tried that banana pudding and I was like, I could eat 15 cups of that banana pudding. That was so good. So back to petal and pig this weekend, I want to try the banana pudding. I'm like, they had the best loaded fries I've ever had in my life. They had great barbecue sauce. I, they have my trust. Their banana pudding. And I asked the server and she was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. I get it every two days. This was banana soup. Banana soup with some vanilla wafers on top and some cool whip. Okay. (sighs) Such a disappointment. It just, you know, Hey, there's Cameron liked it. Kevin liked it. Casey liked it. It just wasn't good. I will say it didn't have that fake banana flavor. It just was the texture. I'm like, why is this like soup? Like I want, I want it to be like a lasagna. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. So I think one of the things I'm going to do as I enter my maintenance season, you guys, we're getting there. I'm going to master my own banana pudding, okay? I've heard the Paula Deen recipe is one to try, so I'll keep you posted. Anyway, so I only had like a bite of that. because Being in a weight loss season, okay, if it's not good, I'm not eating it. I'm not eating it. I'm not going to eat something that doesn't taste good. So I had like one or two bites and tried to get into it, and I was like, this isn't good. I'm not eating it. So... Uh, but I was plenty full <laughs> off of everything else I ate. So then we went to Tweetsie Railroad. I got so many steps, like that place is hiking. Okay, Tweetsie Railroad is this. It's like one of the last steam engine trains running ever. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like ever, but definitely like on the East Coast. I don't even know if it's that. I don't know what distance they're covering with their claims, but they're rare to find a legit steam engine locomotive whatever okay so that was cool we got to ride on that and of course like a moron so kevin was sitting on one side and i didn't want to sit on that side i went to the other side so kevin followed me guess where the entire show was they had like a whole western show the original side kevin was sitting on it was entirely my fault that we couldn't see anything and it lasted like half an hour (laughs) so that was cool um so kevin fell asleep on the train Uh, that's okay though. Oh, in between that, we actually tried to get the kids to fall asleep while we drove along the Blue Ridge Parkway. Like after we ate this heavy meal, the kids did not fall asleep the entire 45 minutes while we were driving along the Blue Ridge Parkway. We get to Tweetsie Railroad, Casey falls asleep in the parking lot. So immediately wakes up when we get there. She took like a two minute nap and then Kevin falls asleep minutes after getting there. It was like, "Eh, that's about right. (laughs) That's about right. Anyway, so then, um, I don't know. I'm just like not going to talk about Tweetsie Railroad because I just, it's fine. My overall review, it's fine. It's incredibly overpriced for what it is. I, I'm, I'm glad my friend told me to not go there first thing because I think I would have been annoyed. Um, cause Doc's Rocks 2, it's small, so I can see that it like gets packed fast. So I don't know. Her tips were like, they came in clutch. Uh, but I'm so, I'm glad we did Tweetsie. We checked it off the list. I don't see myself going back. Okay. There's the end of my review. Uh, then we, on the way back, we went to a park, let the kids run around for a little bit. And then we went, grabbed some pizza, the Appalachian cookie company, grabbed some cookies from there. And we went back to the Airbnb, the cookies again, not that impressed. It just, uh, it, it wasn't anything special. The pizza I would say the pizza, it also wasn't anything special, but like, I don't know. Pizza is one of those things. It's always going to be good, but it just like didn't blow me away. I don't know. It was fine. It was this place called Hungry Howie's and I don't know. It was fine. So that was pretty much our day in the mountains. It was lovely. It was amazing. The views, spectacular. And so after I got back, I want to tell you what I did. So there's this website and you're going to get a little bit of personal finance in here. Okay. So there's this website called AirDNA. I'm sure you've heard of it. If you haven't, now you have. (laughs) So you can type in, let's say you were like looking at a house and you were like, what if I turned my house into an Airbnb and bought this one? Okay, so plug your address into AirDNA, okay? With the bedrooms and stuff. And they will estimate based on that zip code what your house can bring in, okay? So I've just been like plugging in some random stuff. And so let's say a one bedroom over in that area. You want to know how much it averages? So this is the average. This isn't like topped out or anything like that. 75,000 a year, 75,000. Okay. And I know, Hey, I'm ethically, I'm not a fan of what Airbnb has done to our housing market. Okay. Not a fan, but, but I have an idea. Okay. So what I'm thinking I might do, what I'd like to do is kind of have the best of both worlds. So what I want to do is buy a piece of land over there, okay? I want to build a cute one-bedroom A-frame. Very affordable to build, right? Okay, start with that. Rent that out on Airbnb and get that going, okay? So do I know how much I'm in at this point? No, I don't know, like, how much I spent on the land, how much I spent on the build, but, like, okay. Then hopefully build another one and do a long-term rental, and a short-term rental and so be able to you know from an ethical perspective i would also like to be able to provide affordable housing in a beautiful place you know what i mean so i'm like if i could kind of have the dependability of a long-term rental and the higher returns of a short-term rental and so if i had a piece of land that was big enough where i could do like half and half you know what i mean I think people would love it. And if you make it special and amazing and like put hot tubs and, you know, fun outdoor activities that you can do like in the yard, I don't know, like make it cool, make it cool. And it would be amazing for someone to live there year round and it would be, and who knows, maybe they would even be able to have like a discounted rent for helping to manage the short term rentals. Listen to me, listen to me. I'm figuring it out over here. Okay. I'm figuring it out. Okay. Anyway, that's my idea. And um, I'm going to probably obsess about it for the next week and a half. And then I'll move on. Who knows? And that is my update on my weekend. So now I did an amazing workout. And I'm still on my walk, as I'm sure you can tell. I'm kind of out of breath, huh? And I feel like you can probably hear the wind, but it's a beautiful day. The skies are clear, it is like turquoise blue skies. It is so pretty. Not a cloud in sight. Not a chemtrail in sight. Who's a believer in chemtrails? I, you know, I don't really get it. I really don't. But I, hey, I'm not saying it's not true, and I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying I just don't think I care enough. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be out here making an impact. On what the airplanes are releasing from their vehicles you know i don't even like traveling so i'm never up there yeah but like, <laughs> but i do have some friends that are like really really passionate about that topic um i'm curious so that's gonna be today's question of the day i'll know if you listen to the podcast what's your stance and it, maybe you don't even know what the theory is but i do encourage you um yeah so just to let me know what your thoughts are that's a controversial one because I think people get pretty heated if they think it's BS. And I think people get pretty heated if they think it's the real deal, you know? Uh, and maybe I made you both mad by saying I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it is a beautiful day. And if whether or not they are real, they're not in my sky right now. Okay. So I am headed back to my house to upload this podcast. I wanted to share Um, Some of the excuses that I'll be addressing this week in the workouts, lack of motivation was today, which I don't mean to toot my own horn, but if you struggle with lack of motivation, do today's workout. I really think I covered some good stuff. Um, Tomorrow is lack of time. And so I feel like whenever people do a quick workout, it's always like just a brutal, sweaty cardio workout. So tomorrow's quick, but it ain't that, okay? It ain't that. So... Just stay tuned for tomorrow, okay? Um, I already forgot what the rest are, so you'll just have to stay tuned. but i'm gonna oh, I, I feel like one of them is oh, I'm, on Friday, I remembered one on Friday is injury. So if you've suffered from an injury, so don't think that Friday is just gonna be like a lazy girl workout or something like that. It's gonna be really understanding your body, understanding that when you have aches, pains, injuries it's often not coming from where the pain is. Does that make sense? Sorry, can you tell I'm like walking in my house right now? But it's not coming from, if your elbow hurts, it's not the joint, it's not your elbow. It's probably your bicep, your tricep, your forearm, something in there that's triggering the pain. So anyway, we're gonna be talking a lot about that, how to alleviate the pressure on your joints, your lower back, your knees, that kind of stuff. And so it's gonna be a really good one. I hope you come. I hope you join us. Okay. I'm sweaty. <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch now. I love you and appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want to support, um, hit bodies, the podcast me, I would be honored if you gave me an opportunity to help you get in the best shape of your life. Okay. So you can go to hipbodies.com to get signed up I'm gonna be real with you. The monthly membership is the most expensive because if you're only committing to a month, you're not very committed. Okay. The best deal is if you commit to a full year. Okay. You save around, I'm trying to remember. I think you save around like, why can't I think? 40%. I I feel, don't quote me on that, but you, it's a significant savings, if you do the annual membership. Okay. And I did that because if you put, if you make a bigger investment, if you're more committed, you are more likely to actually crush your fitness goals. And I want to do that. You know, this time of year, it's a year, it's time of year where people get really lazy and I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. Okay. So the best way to support the podcast is to join hip bodies, to give it a shot, to let me be a part of your fitness goals. And I also do one-on-one coaching. If you'd like to discuss that it's a larger investment, uh, but if you want to talk to me every single day, <laughs> if you, all that kind of stuff, let me know. Um, you, If you want information on that, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can learn more about that. But either way, I'm going to be here every week on the podcast. And I appreciate you for listening. If you know someone who, I don't think anyone would find this interesting. This was like a really boring episode, just to be like totally personal. So if you listen, we're friends. <laughs> That's it. You don't have to share it. Okay. I love you. Have a great day. Bye.